Don't be ashamed of the skills you have. And don't let anyone shame you because you feel you have multiple skills to share. In this week's podcast, I'm sharing my three reasons your record should be broken. The difference between passion and purpose. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Hey guys, welcome back. It's me, Andrea Patrick. And like I said, we're talking about my three reasons your record should be broken. The difference between passion and purpose. When you look at the definition of passion, you find that it is a strong and barely controllable emotion. When you look at the definition of purpose, it says it's the reason for which something is done. I think what stumps most people is that they think you're a purpose is something that just happens and it comes overnight and you wake up and like there's this light bulb that goes off and lightning flashes and you know clouds roll in and there's this deep voice that says your purpose is x well guys it just doesn't happen that way it's it's much more organic and it happens over time I'm going to share with you in a little bit um, a podcast I did a while back when I first started trying to do podcasts, Um, and it sort of goes into detail about my journey and kind of how I came to be um, Andrea Patrick, the personal branding strategist, and you'll see that it did not happen with a lightning bolt. It did not happen with a light bulb moment or that deep voice that I talked about. It happened as an organic process, and there was a certain familiarity that Uh, was present throughout every stage of my purpose growth and it's hindsight you know it's 2020 vision when you look backwards and you see the journey that you're taking that is going to help you arrive at uh, the purpose and um, I believe myself that your purpose is sort of the culmination of your passion and opportunity and experience and that's sort of how your purpose comes together because you've you've kind of gone through this journey where you've done all these things and when you look back you find that all the things you did that somehow did not seem like it went together to the outside world yet it was so just clear and consistent in your own mind you look back and see that it was all for the purpose of you reaching your ultimate purpose. So I kind of wanted to share um, my steps, my method that I think you could use to tap into your purpose. And the first thing is you should go back to the beginning. I mentioned that there is a consistency that happens. I call it your style thread. I think I've given this definition over and over again in um, blog posts, videos, Um, and podcasts Um, and basically just to kind of paraphrase the definition for you quickly it's just a replication of your preferences and when you look back um, like I said your hindsight you'll see it throughout everything 
So you want to go backwards and you want to find all of these little preferences that have sort of come together and helped you shape your decisions to this point and helped you sort of, they've guided you um, throughout your, you know, your life up to this point. And it's when you go back and you look at these things, you'll determine, you'll be able to see very clearly that um, your record was broken. You know how um, some of you might be young, so you're not familiar with records, but it used to be that if you got like a little scratch on your, your album or your record, it would just repeat and repeat and repeat in that spot. And what I found looking back hindsight is that I was really just repeating the same thing. I look at content that I've written, gosh, four or five years ago when I wasn't like in the, the, the middle of my personal branding strategist, you know, persona. And I was still trying to, I was still in that purpose growth. And I realized I was saying the exact same thing. I may have been saying it a little bit differently. My words may have been different but I was saying the exact same thing that I'm saying now. And I can pull content from back then and it be relevant now because it is something that, um, it's like a broken record. And so it's okay. It's really and truly okay if your record is broken. Um, I am able to look back at the different experiences, the experiences I've had, um, the different jobs, different businesses I've had and you'll hear later on in the podcast that uh, I'm going to share with you from the past um, what that looked like and what things were said about me um, because I looked like I was you know doing all these different things and just sort of spreading myself thin and if that's ever been said about you don't worry about it who cares what other people think you have to stop because you'll look back um, when you finally reach that platform that you really want to stand on with your purpose, you'll look back and you'll see how all of the things you did added value to what you are doing now or to that, you know, divine purpose that you're fighting for yourself. The next thing is I want you to find comfort in your present. Um, I was a wardrobe stylist for a long time and I used to tell my clients, you have to be happy with the body you have now. Well, you don't have to be happy with it, but you have to, um, just accept the body that you have now. You may want to lose weight. You may want to tone up. Um, you may want to add bulk. I don't know, but you have to accept where you are right now. And that's what we're going to work with. So we can't go in your closet and hold on to items that are too small because you're hoping to get back in them. We can't like hold on to um, pieces that have sentimental value because you want to wear them, but you can't at this moment. You have to accept where you are right now. And um, when it comes to your purpose and really walking in that purpose through your passion, it's about really taking comfort in where you are. Because my husband told me, I think I've mentioned this in another podcast, my husband mentioned a while back, he was listening to uh, a pastor on a YouTube channel. And he said that this pastor was saying, you have to be, you have to praise through the process. And what that means is, you know, you may not like where you are. You may not like what you're going through at the moment. You may not like this particular step in your purpose journey, but you need to take comfort in it because it has, there's a reason for you being there. There's something, there's a lesson that you need to learn. There's a 
um, there's a step that is a, that's essential in the growth uh, and the development of your divine purpose. And so um, you need to be comfortable and take comfort in your present. At each step of me, uh, you know, coming to this personal branding strategist platform purpose that I found for myself, um, it's hard and it sucks sometimes because you're not where you want to be. You're not making the money you want to make. You're not getting the clients you want to get. But when I look back and I think about all those times when um, I was really struggling with, you know, how I'm going to work with a particular client or, or what information I want to share or writing a course or doing the research or dealing with difficult people, um, I really should have just been comfortable there and really accepting that it was a lesson I had to learn. Um, and grow from in order to use that experience to better my purpose and to serve uh, the people that I work with now and to do better business now. Those were lessons learned that were necessary for me um, up to this point. And so the same holds true for you and whatever it is you're doing. Um, your purpose is not going to come, like I said, as a lightning bolt. Sometimes it can come as a lightning bolt. Like, like, I don't know. I'm, I don't have that experience, but I assume it's possible. But I would... I would imagine that in you know nine cases out of ten it's going to be a journey and it's going to be something that you can look back on with hindsight and say oh now I see sort of where that came from so like I said the first step is to just go back to the beginning and sort of understand where all these things come from and recognize those preferences and then the next you want to find comfort in your present and really get comfortable with the lesson that you need to learn right now that's going to help you better your purpose. The last thing is you should follow the yellow brick road. What do I mean by that? Well, I have a couple of presentations where I use Dorothy and the yellow brick road. And what I talk about is um, how the, uh, the munchkins in munchkin land, they influenced Dorothy. They told her, you know, if she wanted to get to the wizard, which was what was her inspiration to go on this journey. She wanted to get home. Um, if she wanted to get to the wizard, she had to take the yellow brick road. So they influenced her to follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. Well, along the way, Dorothy had to make decisions about what she was going to do. She had to decide whether or not it was a good idea to stop for the scarecrow, the tin man, the lion. She did that, but that was based on who she was as a person. She made those decisions based on her preferences, things she was taught, the influences from her past, from her from her A&M. And so she made those decisions along the way and that helped her to ultimately reach her goal, that uh, the inspiration that she was working towards and that was to meet the wizard and to go home. And so when I say follow Yellow Brick Road, what I'm saying is it's so important for you to tap into who you really, really are and make decisions based on that, not based on someone that you want to be, someone that you are imitating. You need to make decisions based on who you are as a person and the way you want to do business. And then you can reach that inspiration, whether it's um, you like the way someone else runs their business or you see an entrepreneurial crush and you want to uh, emulate their success or you want to interpret their success uh, for yourself, um, but you still have to be yourself. And so when I say follow the yellow brick road, what I'm telling you ultimately is to be yourself and make decisions based on who you are along your journey. 
and then interpret the inspiration, um, the entrepreneurial crush, the guide that you have for yourself, the, the goal of success that you have for yourself. Um, but be yourself while you're doing that. And uh, so anyway, those are the, the three things that I wanted to share with you about why it's um, okay, these three reasons that your record should be broken and the difference between purpose and passion. Now I want you to listen to an old podcast after the commercial break that I did years ago. And I think that it will explain what I mean by hindsight being 2020. Enjoy. Are you ready to live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself, and lead with intention and purpose? If so, you should definitely consider attending the Live, Love, Lead Conference. Coming to a city near you, you will hear from experts in various industries and how they have personified their brand and can show you how to do better business. Visit www.andreapatrick.com forward slash Live, Love, Lead Conference for a city near you. Okay, we're back. And now you can enjoy this little blast from the past where I'm sharing with you my own personal journey towards my purpose. And I want you to kind of settle in and get comfortable because I really think a lot of you will be able to relate to what it is I'm saying. The title of this podcast is Who Cares If Other People Think You're Crazy? Okay, because... Ultimately, you're the person who's doing the work, you're the person who's making the money, you're the person who's taking the risks. So who cares, right? Let's just get that down first. Let's get that straight first. I have a few points that I want to make throughout this podcast, but the overall goal is don't feel bad about being a talented person. People have tried to make me feel bad for having a ton of talents, and I just have decided that I'm not going to let that get to me. I can't help it. God gave me a ton of talents, and um, it's not my fault that I can do a lot of things. What's important is what I choose to concentrate my efforts on and build my strengths in, and you know, who cares about the rest, right? So the first point that I want to make is this. You may not know exactly how you want to share your passion with the world, but that does not make you a wishy-washy person. So where did I get that from? Years ago, I was at a networking event. And this is after I had been, you know, I had been a hairstylist. I had been, I'm still a hairstylist, but that was my primary source of income at the time. Hairstylist, and then I went to um, Premier Design Jewelry, and then I went to Fashion Forward Consignment. And it's when I was doing Fashion Forward Consignment, which was a women's, consignment boutique I was doing some networking and I have been doing networking with Premier Designs Jewelry as well but you guys know how it is you get in some of these networking groups and you start off in it doing one business and then you find interest somewhere else and you build on your initial business and you know rebrand yourself and try to do something new well that's kind of what it happened to me well I was in this networking group And a really good friend of mine was there with me and there was someone else in this group who had been in other groups with me when I had other businesses. And it got back to me through my really good friend that was at the same networking group that this other chick had made a comment to her about, I don't know how Andrea is ever going to be successful if she can't make up her mind about what it is she wants to do. 
To which my reply was, tell her to stop hating. It's not my fault that I'm talented and I can do a lot of different things. But honestly, guys, it did sort of take me aback because, you know, I had done several different things. I had done hair, which I was still doing at the time, just not um, in a private salon. I was doing it um, on my own. And I had done Premier Designs jewelry. I was selling jewelry. Had a great time. Did it for six years. And now here I am in this networking event, and I'm telling people about my fashion consignment business that I have for women. Well, I was a little bit, you know, taken aback, like I said, and it kind of made me think. And I was like, well, wow, is that what other people are thinking? Is that going to keep me from being successful with this business? You know, wow, I hope that's not what's going through the minds of other people. Well, who cares? Who cares what other people were thinking? That is finally the conclusion that I came to. My attitude about it was, listen, I can't help it that I am multi-talented. I cannot help it that I have varying interests. But the final conclusion I came to was, guys, I really wasn't doing anything different. When I sat down and looked at the things, the businesses that I've had, there was definitely a common thread. I enjoyed beautifying people. I really enjoyed helping people look their best. And yes, that came through doing their hair at one point. Yes, that came through selling them accessories to enhance their look at one point. And yes, it came through collecting and selling women's clothing in my consignment shop. But the goal, the whole point, was to help people look and feel their best. And so that's the first thing. You may not know exactly what your passion is, but I guarantee you, well, not what your passion is. You may not know how you want to share your passion, but I guarantee you, whatever that passion is, that is your common thread into whatever it is you've been doing. So think about what that is, what those preferences are, what's pulling you, and what has pulled you through each of your different businesses. So that's the first thing. Second thing is there is value in knowing your strengths and how you want to share those strengths. So what did I come away with when I did that, you know, initial evaluation of, you know, that woman's statement? Well, I came away with I'm really good at making people look good and feel good about themselves. That is a talent I have and that is something that gives me pleasure. I truly, truly enjoy seeing the look on someone's face when their aha moment comes or when they step in front of a mirror and they realize their own potential. I love talking to clients who take my ideas from my BTB coaching and they run with it and they see their businesses grow and flourish. So there's value. That is a strength that I have taken a considerable amount of time to discover and to uncover and polish and shape and so you know there is value in knowing what your strengths are it brings confidence and that confidence guys is contagious it is contagious you may not be the most you may not be the least expensive person providing your widget or your service but if you are confident in what you're doing and you know exactly the person that you're trying to do it for I guarantee you those clients are going to love you all the more for it 
and your confidence is going to be contagious and they will be able to convince their friends and their friends and their friends to use you because your confidence is contagious and they have confidence in you that you'll be able to get done what they need done and they're going to love it. They also will appreciate your self-knowledge and knowing your own limitations. So you should definitely do a little introspection and understand who you are and why you're enjoying the things that you're doing, what makes you special, and use that as your guide throughout your business. Because when you know yourself and you apply that to your business and to your brand, it helps you to make better decisions about your business, about the people you work with, about the people that you allow into your you know, circle of influence. Because you don't want to tarnish that. You don't want to tarnish your own image, right? You don't want people saying negative things about you as a person. So that same thing holds true for your brand. So having a little self-knowledge is definitely a great way to guide your um, journey through entrepreneurship. And then also, you know, understanding your value and your strengths helps with your consistency. It becomes a no-brainer. When you are strong and confident in the things that you know how to do well, and you are relaying that message throughout everything you're doing, it becomes, it, it, well it is, it's second nature because you're doing you. You're not trying to do anybody else. You're not trying to copy anybody else's business. You're not trying to um, build a platform around someone else's message. You have your own message. You have your own brand identity and you're doing it your way. So it becomes consistent because you don't have to think about it. It's just, you know, it's just you being you and your brand being your brand and let those who are attracted to it come. And then you're not so disappointed when you're not getting the yes from people because I'm sure when you look a little closer, you realize that the person you're getting that no from is probably not for you. It's probably not the client for you anyway. All right, and then also you can think about the fact that, um, you know, you're not crazy no matter what other people say, you're not nuts. When you're in doubt, you can always go back to your first love. So remember when I told you earlier, I have got this constant idea. I love making things and people look their best in front of the people they're trying to attract. And when I go back to my first love, it helps to reset me. That's what I really, really enjoy doing. So it becomes a compass. And I can just kind of, when I feel like I'm straying a little bit from the norm, when I feel like things are getting a little more difficult than they really need to be, I can center myself in my first love. And that's making people look and feel or businesses look their absolute best in front of their customers. I determine what that looks like for me, not someone else. I don't have to rely on anyone else to tell me what my center is, what my first love is. And so I can always go back to that when I feel myself kind of straying away from the pack. So think about what lights you up. What is it about what you're doing at the core that lights you up? And then you think about, well, why do other people need this? Why am I so, why do I feel so strongly about sharing this with other people? What do I think they need? Why do I think they need it? And then what makes you the person to share it with them? That's you understanding and believing in what makes you a superhero to those people you're trying to attract. 
So guys, that kind of ends our show today. Um, it's It really all boils down to the fact that it doesn't matter what other people think. Who cares if other people think you're nuts? As long as you know what it is, your what your passion is, it'll be very easy for you to discover how you want to manifest that talent ultimately to your customers. It'll always be your compass to help navigate you back to the center and what your first love is. And it'll always be what you use to tap into your strengths. It'll always be how you share yourself most confidently with those you are trying to reach. So I hope guys you enjoyed this initial podcast. And if you have any questions or concerns or if you want to find out how you can build a brand identity that incorporates your superhero powers and your strengths, let me know. I am here to help. All you have to do is just, you know, send a comment below and let me know your thoughts. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Tell me some of the things that you want to know. Give me some suggestions as to the materials you want more information on. I'd be happy to get that information for you and share and do a podcast. Guys, I really think this is going to be my deal because I'm a talker. I could go on and on and on. So I hope you guys join me for the next episode. Let me know your thoughts. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our websites where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.